Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to the Motor Mouth Podcast with Harry Benjamin and Tim Sylvie. This is the place where we meet some of the biggest names in and around motorsport, chat about their lives and everything in between. We've partnered with the Brain Gym Charity, helping to raise awareness and help find a cure. Thanks to our partnership, we've been able to create a short series of special podcasts uncovering those within the motorsport community who have been affected by those devastating diagnoses. You can hear those stories and more, including the Williams F1 team's planning director, Richard jones right now on your chosen podcast player the charity work all year round to help develop research and raise awareness and if you're looking to challenge yourself this new year why not sign up to the brain tumor charity's brain power challenge simply choose a challenge that will boost your brain health from meditation to 10k runs to mega sudoku and set your challenge to either silver gold or platinum difficulty level every penny you raise will be spent on the charity's medical research 250 pounds covers the cost of one day of world-class medical research into kinder and better treatments for brain tumors which really does make a difference follow the brain tumor charity on social media to learn more and to sign up boost your brain today to boost other brains tomorrow because a cure can't wait this podcast is brought to you by f1 experiences the official experience hospitality and travel program of formula one f1 experiences is the closest you can get to the pinnacle of motorsport and let's face it any chance to get close to Formula 1 this year, we're all over it. Enjoy the very best race tickets and track hospitality, first-class hotels and unprecedented access you simply cannot get anywhere else. For more information on how you can book your F1 experience, visit f1experiences.com where you can also save 5% on your very own F1 experiences package by using the code MOTORMOUTH when checking out online. So, what are you waiting for? Experience the 2022 F1 season firsthand with exclusive access courtesy of F1 Experiences. Get booking today at f1experiences.com. 
Hello, it's Harry here. Welcome to a slightly new format for us. This week we're speaking to three guests on the show as we dive into everything Formula Woman. Now, Formula Woman has returned after a 16-year hiatus as it aims to find the next female motor racing champion. There are three main criteria for entry. One, you must be over 17. Two, you must have little to no racing experience. And three, you must be a woman. With thousands of applicants fighting for a place in the finals where the winners will bag themselves a seat in the GT Cup behind the wheel of a McLaren GT car. We sat down with founder Graham Glue and two of the women who have made it to the sharp end of the competition, Grace Webb and Magdalena King. Graham, welcome to the show. Great to have you here. Um, now, first, let's find out about you. You're obviously um, the man uh, steering the ship at Formula Woman at the moment. But before we go into that, tell us a bit about your background. Where have you come from? What's led you to this point? Well, first of all, thanks for having me. And uh, I didn't realise what a, such a big following you guys had. But uh, I, I should start with the, the competition for next year is now open. So I'll tell you where to Fantastic. go at the end of this. <laughs> so why did I start Formula One? Right. Formula One started in 2004 um, with Mazda. And we uh, we had a lot of applications then and a lot of competitors joined. Uh, the big difference then and now was that then we didn't have social media. So it was all done through traditional media. Um, it was a huge success. We had a champion in the in uh, Natasha Furman, who was, uh, you probably remember, her brother was a Formula One driver and uh, father was the uh, founder of Van Diemen Formula Four racing cars. So Natasha followed in the family footsteps and she won the championship. And then 17 years, well, 16 years later, uh, people kept saying, why, why don't you do Formula Woman again? Basically, what happened was um, McLaren liked the idea, uh, Vauxhall liked the idea, the TV people liked the idea, so uh, and my business partner liked the idea, so we decided to go for it, and here we are. I've created this opportunity for all these women, and the majority of them are hugely grateful for this opportunity. They're learning all about motorsport, they're getting involved in motorsport, yeah. and this time around, it's driven the whole thing uh, globally. Yeah, and We've it's... Got- the finals next week from 18 different countries. Yeah, it's 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 fantastic, the footprint that it's created. And obviously, it's a very different landscape now, motorsport, to how it was 16 years ago, particularly in terms of women's motorsport with the likes of W Series. What, what was the, when you started it this time around, what, what was the thinking? What sort of, what was the issue or the problem that you were trying to solve? Was there a problem or was it just a case of getting more female participation? Well, I, I guess a lot of the we did a we set up a website a, a website of um, you know uh, to, to create the, the interest initially expression of interest website and basically what I said in that was that this time round we want the winners to compete against the men and having done GT Cup with Chris Haynes and Hannah and uh, a couple of years ago I thought well the majority of the competitors in GT Cup are men. And um, so we thought, okay, let's let's create a female team. Um, the W Series was already running. Uh, w Series is completely different to what we're doing. We're trying to get novices. We're trying to introduce new female blood into the sport. And um, I think that when McLaren came along and said, right, we're going to supply you with two cars, I thought, wow, that's excellent. That's that. That was the cue to go. Yeah, yeah, that must have been a big moment. I get. I guess the McLaren thing. It's, it's not a tipping point necessarily, but you, that must have been a very satisfying feeling knowing that they were involved. I guess a bit of validation that what you were doing was the right thing. 
Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And and with women in sport generally and diversity and everything that's going on in the world. Um, and, and also, you know, it was like, are we doing this at the right time with the, at the start of the pan, virtually the start of the pandemic? And we said, well, at least we can find out if there's any interest. And of course, a lot of so many people were interested because they got so fed up with the pandemic and thought, right, as soon as this is over, we want to go out and do something. And sure enough, we've got um, 60 plus women coming to um, the finals next week and um, we shall find somehow or another, I'm not sure how, we're going to find six winners. Well, that's the question, I suppose. You're currently out in Sweden, aren't you, doing some ice driving and, a lot, and the uh, participants are out there at the moment. What's happening in these final stages for the women to get to the final? What's the process right now? Okay, well, the, the ice driving, we do, we've done this every year. So we gave, uh, we gave some of the applicants the opportunity to, uh, to come along and develop, you know, develop the skills. They've all paid their, own, paid their passage, so to speak. Um, and, and to be honest, it's like the ice driving I've always found incredibly educational. And I think that um, anybody that's, that, that's done it will recognize that they've, um, it's certainly helped them develop their car control. So to answer your question, next week we go to PFI, PF International near Grantham, and we're running five tests. I can't say too much, but obviously one of them is a karting test. Uh, so they, they will be they will actually be racing on on day one, and then we've got a very difficult task. We've got to get the the, the fifty plus finalists down to fifteen, and that's going to be tough because every single one of those fifty plus finalists are good. That's why they're there. Yeah. So the question is, we we take them down to fifteen in a fair and square manner. I hasten to add, uh, some social media posts have suggested that it's all decided anyway i can assure you it's not decided and i have not got a clue who's going to get through to that last 15 it'll be based on their own results and it'll be down to them if they get through or not and then of course the uh the, the eye on the prize is you get uh, it's two races isn't it in the gt cup and then two reserves as well that's what's up for offer and you've had such a, a huge amount of entries this year and you spoke about it right at the start as well the entries are already open for next year what are you expecting going forward bigger and better things i presume um, on a par, I would like to say. Um, and, and the other thing that I will make very, very clear on the finals at my briefing is that every single one of those finalists, if they don't get through, we will be giving them new opportunities to stay involved in motorsport and develop their skills, not necessarily just driving either. That's good to hear. No, that's that's really good stuff that you're supporting them through that. Are you, are you pleased with the reception from an entry perspective? I mean, how, how many people applied First of all, the expression of interest site, there was uh, probably, I don't know, over a thousand, over a thousand that sort of expressed their interest. And then a similar amount actually um, applied and decided to go for it. We've been doing some track days, we've been doing day to days, we've been doing simulator days just to let people get more involved, basically. Um, So, yeah, I think. it's fascinating. I keep going on about how many countries are involved. We've got people coming from Brazil, Chile, Kuwait, India, wow. Australia. That's amazing. Um, it really is a global reach, isn't it? What To you, in your mind, I suppose, what is the a successful end result? Is there an end result? Or is it just to get, A, more women participating? Or is there an idea of getting a woman to race in the W Series or to Le Mans or something like that? Yeah, I think we've kind of, we've focused on the, on, on GT racing rather than single seats or 
one make championships. Um, but I think the, the ultimate goal for me is to get a, a, an all-female team to Le Mans. That, that's, that, that's the dream. Yeah. And, you know, if you don't set yourself a target or a dream, then... You know, it's not worth living, is it? You've got to go for it. Yeah, 100%. It's, it's quite interesting. It's a very, it's quite topical that we're doing this at this time because there's been a lot of stuff in the press uh, and on social media, particularly around W Series lately and Jamie Chadwick's return for a third season. Um, and, and a lot of people criticising the W Series saying that, well, you know, th- this has just demonstrated the problem that um, she's won it twice and hasn't been able to, A, have the funds or um, for whatever reason, hasn't been able to push on and go into F3 and F2 your your system is slightly different in the sense that the winners of this will go ahead and race um, with guys. It's not a, a single sex series that you're you're putting them into. Do you see that as an issue with W Series, or do, do you think this is just an anomaly that will hopefully sort itself out over time? I think with W Series, it's all it's a question of, um, of of effective management. I'm not saying that they are not effectively managing their drivers, but just as a comparison, we our six drivers will be managed by Formula Woman, and my experience over the hundreds of years in motorsport is about driver management and sponsorship, and that's uh, you know that's my that's that's down to my experience, and my team are now basically going to be guiding these women in the right direction. What is actually your if you had one bit of advice to impart to, to any uh, women listening who want to actually apply or take part or have yet to do so? What would you say to them? Well, I've encouraged them all to go and find out, find their own personal sponsorship. And, that, and that's been a bit of a, a, a sore point because some people have suggested on social media that we require that our drivers to have sponsorship to compete. And I'll make it very clear now that the, 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 uh, the GT Cup cars and McLaren, the whole thing is fully funded. But what I'm encouraging each individual to do is to go out and find themselves personal sponsors to cover things like oh, everything, you know, their personal travel, their accommodation or um, t- further testing. or um, And, of course, we've got to think about accident damage. Yeah. Even though the cars are insured, we feel that the, the drivers should be responsible at least for a, a proportion of the excess because motor racing is not just expensive. It's also about other people having accidents with you. And whether it's their fault, your fault, your fault or their fault, it, it makes no difference. Somebody has to pay for the damage. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. No, it's, it's it's a fascinating thing, and it's obviously been very well received. It's picked up a lot of traction on social media. There's a great deal of interest around it, um, and uh, long may it continue. We're very excited to see what happens. Very, very excited to see how they get on. The the, the winners, when we know who they are, um, to see how they get on in the GT Cup. Have, what are your expectations? Do do you think they'll they'll be all right? Um, I think they'll be. I think. I think that as long as they stay out of trouble in round one, um, I think that'll be that'll be the first step. I know for a fact. I am convinced that the six women that win this competition will be super fast, and I'm not sure whether the guys are going to like this or not. But we shall see. Let's not tempt fate. But there is another little twist to all of this, and that is that. Uh, I don't mind telling you guys, it's not been publicised yet, but let's, I'll give you a scoop, Ooh, shall I? Yeah, go on. <laughs> we, are, we have just invited, um, we've, we've put the, 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 the look, we're on the lookout for four female apprentices to join the team that we're racing with. They will shadow the, the engineers, the mechanics, the tyre person, the team manager. And the plan is at the last race, 
is we hand the team over to the ladies that we've been training so that they can run the team in its entirety. Wow. Wow. That's that really is cool. amazing. That is cool. That is brilliant. Right, we better start spreading the word. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I mean, what a fantastic opportunity because you think, you know, there's all these opportunities for, you know, racing and, and, and being provided for, for, for women in, in motorsport, but you for, almost forget about the kind of, you know, the backroom staff. That's, that's so important. Awesome. It's so the engineers and the managerial uh, roles. So, I mean, that's absolutely fantastic, Graham. I think what, what a brilliant all-round uh, Formula Woman uh, cycle is. Yeah, well, it's um, it, Greenlight Television are producing the majority of the uh, of the series, and um, they absolutely love that idea because it it adds a completely new dimension to the whole series. Really, yeah, mm. no, very, very, very. And I have good. to say, Greenlight have been they've covered the whole thing right from the initial assessments all the way through, and they're sending a a big film crew next week to uh, PFI, and um, we we will catch we will catch everything on film. Brilliant. Fantastic. It's so exciting. Well, look, Graham Glue, we've taken up more enough, more than enough of your time. Um, thank you so much for, for taking the time and joining us and explaining a little bit about you and, and Formula Woman and how it's been going this year. Very exciting things on the horizon. We can't wait to follow it all. The finals uh, take place. Well, when this is released, they are currently taking place. So it won't be too long until we find out who will be in those GT Cup seats. Uh, and I think it's fantastic what you're doing as well for the, uh, the managerial yeah, yeah. side of things as well. So, uh, Graham Glue, thank you so much for coming on to the Motor Mouth podcast. You'll be one of the first to know, okay? Come on. <laughs> Excellent. That's what we like to hear. Next, we took time out with Magdalena King, the Polish-born civil servant whose plucky persona and natural ability have seen her reach the finals. Magdalena King, welcome to the show. Now, you've lived in the UK since about 13 years old after hopping across from Poland First of all, um, what's normal life like for you? This is something you're going into as a novice racing driver. What What's the day job? I'm a civil servant, actually. I'm a civil servant uh, in the UK. Um, it's completely new for me. I've never done any racing. So, yeah, nine to five job in the office. Um, nothing exciting. Um, so, yeah, here I am trying to um, get the adrenal- adrenaline going. <laughs> what a, what a story! I mean, already we read that your dad was was into Formula One, and obviously you're into motorsport as well. So I'm assuming is that where the interest first came from, just in general, and then what kick started to you thinking, well, actually, I kind of want to get behind the wheel. Um, yeah, definitely started from dad. Dad uh, is a big motorbike fan as well. He likes to you know ride his motorbike. So I was always hanging around with him when I was little. And then I tried go-karting when I was 14, 15 years old. And I thought, right, this, this is cool. This is fast. I'm enjoying this. Um, and then obviously, it's it's an expensive sport. My yeah. parents, you know, they didn't have money to spend um, on my racing career. So I sort of thought, okay, well, this it is what it is. Then I became a marshal at Silverstone, so the other side, um, being trackside and helping out with the sport. And then this came along, and I thought, right, this, this is this is my time. This time to win, go and race. And and how's that process been for you in in Formula Woman? Is, is it been a straightforward process? Was it what you expected? And and did you expect to get this far? Um, it is not what I expected. I expected it would be quite simple. You know, assessment finals. Then we show up at the finals, but the preparation for the finals is. I'm living my dream. Like I said, I am in Sweden now. I've done ice driving. Um, and that's an, an unreal experience. I've never done anything like this in my life. And 
the skills I've learned on the ice, how to control the car, it's it's something you will never learn on track. Um, so yeah, this has been an incredible journey. It's not just winning, but how you get there. It's it, it sort of it shapes you as a person and gives you that mindset. Okay, I want to go there, and now I want to do it as a you know become a professional racing driver. I was going to say, has that then given you different long-term aspirations? Obviously, the ideal goal is to, is to get to the final and fight for that seat in, in the GT Cup. But even if that doesn't happen, has it still got you going, right, okay, what am I going to do after this? Is it, is it going to be sort of still carrying on with a day job or just absolutely trying to, to break into racing now that you've been provided the skills and the opportunities, hopefully? Well, uh, the first point you mentioned, if it doesn't happen, it will happen. Yes. I'm not accepting the fact that yeah. it's not going to happen. So I'm going there to win. I'm going to get that seat in the GT Cup and I'll race against uh, the big boys. Love yes. it. Um, but after the season of the GT Cup, uh, I intend to, you know, stay in the motorsport. I do want to carry on, um, but we'll see what happens. You know, it's the the, the motorsport area. We, we all know how hard it is to get a seat. Um, you have to be really good. So I think that the GT Cup, yeah, is my opportunity to shine, um, to learn and go out there, put myself out there to, to hopefully uh, be spotted by another team somewhere else. I, I love the uh, love the punchy attitude. Love, definitely. We're going to see you in that final four. I know it. Now, do, you will. Do, do the girls get on? Is it is it a very competitive nature out there or is it quite a friendly atmosphere at the moment? At the moment. We are week before the finals. It's getting a little bit more stressful, I would say. It's the girls, I think, from my perspective, I'm quite open person. I get on with anybody. Um, so if there's any drama going on, I distance myself from it. So I, probably I wouldn't know because I just avoid it. But I think from, you know, being here in Sweden on any track day doing karting, it's absolutely brilliant. You meet, eat together you have lunch you have a good laugh you go for a drink in the evening um so it's the, the atmosphere is really really good but i'm 100 sure when it comes to finals and when we show up on the track um that will go away um i don't intend to um have a laugh and talk and hugs with anybody i'm going there for one reason only and that's not to make friends when the helmet goes on it's it's uh, it's game time it's, uh, it's game time that's right engaged uh, so I mean, it's amazing opportunity, I should say, just for, for women in motorsport and actually what Formula Women are doing. We've seen things like the W Series, the All-Female Racing Championship, providing opportunities as well and, and trying to inspire you know kids who would normally maybe stray away from uh, motorsport as they get older. The idea that actually, yes, I can, I can actually be a racing driver, I can work in motorsport because I've got all these women who are doing it right now. How do you look at the the landscape right now of female motorsport? Is it in a good place? Is it moving in the right direction from what you can see? I think it's getting there. Um, it's much better than it was, let's say, five years ago. Every year it's changing. Um, a few years back, we didn't hear of W Series. Now that there's support um, race for F1, it makes it so much more recognisable in in the in big you know in the world. I'm. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Myself didn't know much about the W Series. And then, now I know... Um, now I know all about it. Sorry, I had the disconnection there. That's all right. You're um, still there. Yeah, so I think we're still behind. Um, there's a lot of work to be done, but I think competition like this is such a big opportunity for women without financial background and without connections and without any experience to go out there and see if they've got the natural talent. And if they do... Nothing can stop them. They'll get great, you know, um, mentors in in the competition that will help them, and they will point them in the right direction. Yeah. So it, the more competitions like this, and the more opportunities for women, women will go out there and show them, right, this is this is not a man's sport. This is people's sport. This is a sport for everybody, no matter what gender, what uh, race, nationality, religion you are. You just go out there and race. When, when you put the helmet on, there's no gender. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do you have any reservations in terms of if, if you get it through to that final, which we are clearly stating here you will, um, when you get through to the final and you're lining up in the GT Cup, do you have any reservations or nervousness around that, that being a sort of full-on race in a McLaren, you know, hardcore competitors? Do you have any reservations there or do you feel pretty comfortable about it? I do. Um, obviously, preparing for the final here, um, it's um, it's racing against other women with no experience, just women just like me, um, in you know different cars, um, going into such powerful cars, McLaren GT4, uh, on the grid with so many other powerful cars and so many other experienced drivers because they're all really experienced. And here's me, little me, in the mid, obviously at the front, um, you know. Without, without experience, yes, it can be overwhelming, um, especially being a woman. I think there's one team with two girls in GT Cup, um, but being one of a few on the grid um, can be overwhelming. So I think the mental preparation here is the key um, to make sure that you still got the confidence and you, you just disconnect from what's happening around you and just focus on your own race. What's the best car you've driven so far out of everything that you've had the opportunity to do in Formula Woman and beyond? Do you know what? A golf <laughs> on track <laughs> on ice yesterday. Um, really? I, we've driven Porsches. I've, I've done like you know a few Mercedes cars, and that golf was so powerful and so great to drive on on, on ice. I was like, first first thing, I jumped in Porsche. I was like, I'm driving the Porsche because. Because it's Porsche, obviously, right? Then I tried golf, and I'm like, I'm not going back into that Porsche because <laughs> it's just too heavy, not easy to drive. I'm like, I want to drive, you know, a little golf. And yeah, it was pretty good to race. 
<laughs> amazing, amazing. Yeah. Well, look, Madalena, absolute pleasure to, to chat with you. And uh, we'll be watching how you get on uh, as we uh, see the, the finals unfold over the next few weeks as well. We're wishing you the best of luck. It sounds you. like you've got your game plan in place. So I think you'll be quite a formidable force fighting out for those uh, um, two races and, of course, two reserve seats as well in the GT Cup, driving the McLaren GT4 uh, in the uh, GT Cup Championship. Madalena King, all the best. And uh, hopefully we'll catch up with you in maybe a couple of months' time and see how you get on. Thank you very much. It's no pleasure to meet you too. Thank you. A quick interruption to the show to remind you to check out our sponsor, F1 Experiences. F1 Experiences offer a wide range of packages that come direct from Formula One, giving you a unique experience of the pinnacle of motorsport. Official ticket packages come with the very best race tickets, first-class hotels and transfers, and unprecedented access, including track tours, pit lane walks, VIP hospitality, and loads more. It really is the closest you can get to Formula One. And thanks to F1 Experiences, Experiences, you can return to the track this year and Motormouth listeners can save 5% on your next F1 experience package by using the code Motormouth when booking online at f1experiences.com. Finally, we catch up with the lovely Grace Webb who joined Formula Woman and in between some downtime filming with CBBC, she told us about her aspirations in motorsport. Grace, welcome back to the show. Now we'll come on to Formula Woman in a moment, but it wasn't long ago that we had you on the show. It's Well, it, it I say it wasn't long ago. It, it's flown by. It's actually March 2021, can you believe? Um, I know. <laughs> welcome back. What have you been up to since then? Bring us up to speed. Oh, thank you so much for having me back. It's nice to see you guys again. Um, gosh, well, it feels like so much has happened in that time. Um, for me, professionally, a lot has happened. So we've filmed another series of Amazing Machines, which I know we spoke a lot about on the last podcast. Um I've also been doing um, a lot of stuff with Driving Electric, uh, an all-electric YouTube channel that I present for, um, finding out about loads of different electric cars that have been coming up, which is really exciting. That seems to have ramped up so much so that Fifth Gear has been rebranded as Fifth Gear Recharged. And within that time, I've also been uh, one of the presenters on that series for their all-electric series, which has been amazing to work with the team there they're all brilliant and I think we've had a lot of fun tested out all these electric and hybrid cars um so yeah it, it feels like so much has happened so roll on 2022 well in that uh in that period as well on the subject of electric I've gone electric I now have um an electric yes, car you've got the Audi e-tron I you? went for the e-tron yeah <laughs> yes yeah, yeah. good yeah. choice good I like choice. it the only thing is the range. Like the, the range is irritating. It's only like, t- it's meant to be 220 or something like that. But the reality is I get like 190 out of it. Um, mm. Which when you're driving down to Norfolk, like we did the other day, um, it, it just, ooh, it gets a little bit hairy when you're poor at planning like me. Yeah. How are you finding, because you can quick charge on that car, can't you? In yes. like 18 or 20 minutes. So but it, how are you finding finding a charger they can do that i find that. that okay there's loads of apps that tell you you can plan okay. you could, there's that there's one i think it's called zap app or, so, or zap something and you can plan your route and it tells you the charger charges along that route and the fast charges but the trouble is uh, what i'm discovering as and i'm sure people have sympathy with this who have electric cars is that our network is crap 
it it's mm. there, the amount of times I've gone to a charging point and it's out of order or it just doesn't work. Yeah. Or, it's so frustrating. Yeah. But on the whole, it's all right. But I am living off the public network while we renovate our house, so it's costing me a freaking fortune. You know, it's not yeah. it's not cheap yeah. to fill up. So. Um, but I, yeah. but in your I, new I house renovations, do you getting a fancy socket yeah. like made for the driveway? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I can, once I'm charging at home overnight, it'll be easy. But at the moment, I have to plan every day. Um, yeah. But it's okay. I mean, it charges in about 25, 30 minutes, nearly to 80% um, from almost nothing if I go to a fast charger. But, um, but, but the car itself, I love. It's an amazing, amazing mm. piece of technology. Um, yeah. you know, sitting in my bed in the morning, turning the, the car on, getting the heating going before I've got in there, <laughs> defrosting, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's really cool. Um, yeah. That is really yeah. cool. Yeah. I, 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 obviously, you uh, you chose that car based off of Grace's amazing reviews. Of course, that she does, 100%. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, that would be the car that I yeah. would go for. I mean, it, oh, really? just look, it looks classy. slick. I yeah. think it looks classy, yeah. More so, for me, the interior, quite like... You know, the, the Teslas and the Mustangs and that we've got these just one big screen. Yeah. I'm not I'm not quite sold on that yet. It, it, I've got three. It looks very futuristic. Yeah. Whereas the Audi still has a few buttons yeah. and it kind of looks like an old older Audi. Yeah. That, but it's not too has futuristic. Electric. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I quite like that about it. Yeah. Um but it's interesting to hear you speak about like the charging situation and we found that a lot, and especially on fifth gear, you know, we're documenting what it's like at the moment. We're not saying that it's good or it's bad. Yeah. This is just how it is. And there are some areas that do still need improving. Yeah. But, yeah, it's interesting to hear your story living with one. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, either way, Grace, what an amazing year it's been for you as well. can't believe it's coming out to a year since we last spoke to you. Oh, um, thank you, yeah. Also, one of the things that is going on with you as well is, of course, uh, Formula Women. And, uh, yes. and we're going to be speaking to a couple of the women that have made it through to the finals of the competition uh, and get their backstory. Um, so it's actually a format that sort of first started about 16 years ago and it's made a return. And there are a few entry categories, which are, A, you have to be a female, you have to be over 17 with a full driver's license, and you have uh, had to have had little to no racing experience. So what else can you tell us uh, about it? And, and take us through how you got involved in the first place. I think it might even have been this time last year where you were sort of first thinking about entering. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, because actually I mentioned it on your podcast yes. that I had applied. Um, but at that point, kind of, that was it. I still had to go through assessments and things like that. So, yeah, I mean, I just came across it online and, you know, looking through it, it's like you say, it had been a racing competition years ago. So I was reading up about that and it said that it was back for this year and you had to be female, over 17, little racing experience. I was like, hmm, I tick all those boxes. Well, why not? You know, just give it a go kind of thing. And it's always been... Although I've been around motorsport and I have an interest in it, there's always been that niggle that I've never competed and I've never raced. Um, I've just done it for fun and for enjoyment. So I was like, well, you know, give it a go. What, what have you got to lose sort of thing? And then a few months later, after we did the podcast, I did my assessments in September at Anglesey. Um where I had to go through, along with all the other women, different tasks. So there's things like fitness assessments, driving assessments, media assessments, 
um they, they put you through your paces <laughs> um and then all of those applicants i think they had just about under a thousand people women apply worldwide wow. and those then got cut down to 50 which is where we're at at the moment so there's 50 women who have got through to the next round and i'm sure they're going to ramp it up for the next stage god that's a that's a that's a lot of people entering and and what happens yeah. what happens next what what does the the cull <clears throat> what does the cull look like from here on in well, I don't know. <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> Hopefully <laughs> they, you don't uh, see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They they don't let anything on. Um, all I could assume is that they'll do similar assessments. We do know that the venue for the next assessments is at PFI, the International Cart Circuit that's based in Grantham in Lincolnshire. Mm. Um, so, yeah, not too far from my hometown, actually. So I know where it is. I know the layout. I'll be, I've been there before, carting like for my dad's birthday, sort of thing. But and then little did I know, several years later, I'd be there uh, competing for a place in the GT Cup. So it's so exciting, and I, I think the team have done a great job in putting this prize together and coaching you to get to that point. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited. What a fantastic opportunity as well. Just in terms of the the challenges that you've had to do so far up to this point, mm. and and as I said earlier, you know they were looking for people with little to no racing experience. So, are there people turning up? And because you, you, I remember you telling us on the podcast last time that you know you 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 have you know you're you're a bike rider as well, and obviously you drive cars a little bit faster. So you, you've got that uh, basis there, but mm. have they got to take it? Everybody from you know. From, from zero upwards and just basically work from the very basics up? Is that how it's working? What was the first challenge that you actually had to do behind the wheel of something? Yeah, I guess so. Um, I mean, they keep saying that they're looking for someone who can show some sort of natural ability, but also they've said that, you know, we're not looking for someone who's ready straight out the box. They understand that they're working with novices, but you've also got to show some sort of acumen behind the wheel. Um, they've also said that they're looking for someone who can listen and can take advice and is willing to put into practice what their coaches are telling them. So, you know, they don't want a know-it-all sort of thing, you know, someone who's willing to listen and willing to to learn, really. So, um yeah, so at, at my assessment day, um, the task that was behind the wheel was we did a few laps of the track with one of their coaches. Uh, we were in one of the Vauxhall Corsa E's, so an electric oh, car. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they had several of those, and you know, you you went in one of those one to one with one of their coaches. They drove a few laps with with those behind the wheel and you as a passenger and they sort of told you about lines and braking again that key thing of listening and taking on advice you then swapped so I was behind the wheel and the coach was in the passenger seat and almost had to implement what they were telling me um, as well as using my own knowledge of driving um, to put in a few good laps they've got very straight faces 
you know they've got a clipboard which they hold really close to their face. Oh, it's like <laughs> um, a driving lesson, yeah. literally. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, you know, what they were writing, I don't know. I mean, I noticed they had a few ticky boxes and... Um, how, how many minors are you allowed to collect? Uh, <laughs> I know, that's the thing, I don't know. So, But I suppose for them, assessing so many women, they had to have some sort of formula, I guess, for for seeing who was going to get through. So, um, so yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how the next assessment mm. goes because, like I say, I assume they're going to have to ramp it up. The... From what I understand, the 50 is then going to go down to 15. So it's another massive cut. So I've got to bring my bring A game. <laughs> it's going to be interesting because I imagine at some point, well, so far, have you have they given you the opportunity to go on track and race as a group or has it been all sort of individual coaching? Yes, yes. So the formula woman community is being built off the back of this so even if the women who didn't get through to the final 50 they're still being contacted by formula woman to give them opportunities to drive and you know these things still come at a cost but they're still encouraging you to find sponsors and you know ways to fund getting into motorsport so even the finalists and the non-finalists, they're still part of this community. They've just announced that they're having a Formula Woman festival, which is sort of like a family weekend. And they're still encouraging people to go to events. And um, opportunities have come up for, um, they had like a a karting endurance race around Christmas time, which was just a bit of fun, but a way to get all of the women together. And also to experience that kind of feeling of racing against other people. Because uh, I guess yeah. what, what's mad about this in in a really fun way is that you're going through this process and at the end of it, if you're successful, you race in the GT Cup, which is a full-on, mm. you know, that's full-on racing. It's going to be... Yeah, that's sh- serious you know, stuff. Yeah. I guess you're really fortunate in a way, although you've had very little, well, to none, in terms of racing experience, what you do have mm. is lots of experience behind the wheel. Um, and yeah. there's, there's going to be people there, I guess, who literally are going to go into that first race and be on track with serious drivers. And it's going to be a shock to the system. Yeah, yeah. So I'm <laughs> I'm hoping that whoever wins um, in that period of time between winning and the first GT race, I'm hoping that that will be an intense period of time for yeah. them to almost bring them up to speed um although we've had lots of experiences already that's the time to be like right you're in it to win it now so let's get to work if obviously you've got this amazing tv career as well but in i'm not going to tempt fate here even if you didn't win it but this suddenly kick-started a whole kind of you know there was there was lots of racing interest all of a sudden would you follow that as far as it could go would you turn to more and more racing if the opportunity provides itself yeah definitely definitely because something that this whole formula woman community has given me and i hope it has other women as well is confidence as well because again it's more opportunities to get behind the wheel even if it's in a cart or like those course at ease um you know, the Formula Woman has even offered things like getting to test drive different cars and, um, you know, working with their sponsors. It's just created so many opportunities that 
like for me, it's just given me more confidence, even though I've had lots of experiences behind different wheels. There's never enough. You can always keep going and keep learning. And that's something that people have said to me, like, oh, you've got an advantage. And it's like, well, I still fit the criteria, even though I do this for work. And some of the women that I've met along the way, they have left me speechless with how amazing they are. I've met eye surgeons. I've met car designers. I've met the the list goes on with their credentials and I'm like oh oh, oh my gosh I'm never gonna win against them oh what we're gonna do so you know it's all relative because everyone has positives and pros in their own ways so I'm not going in cocky at all and Um, and I suppose that if (laughs) everyone that's applied has obviously has an interest in racing in some form or another so exactly, it's, it's kind of yeah. it's going to be in them and, and it's going to unearth um some talent um yeah, it's, it's exactly. super exciting super exciting it's a brilliant concept and and we're looking forward to having the founder graham um on this very podcast um and chatting to him and quizzing him a bit more about it but grace we're going to be clearly rooting for you and and hopefully oh, hopefully thanks, we'll see you at the uh we're going to try and make it down for the finals um in march so um listen best of luck with um with the rest of it we really hope to see you in that gt car in the, in the mclaren racing in the gt cup so fingers crossed for you and thanks so Thank much you for joining so much. Us. <laughs> thanks guys see you soon Before you go, one final reminder to check out F1 Experiences, the official experience, hospitality and travel programme of Formula One. F1 Experiences is the closest you can get to the sport. Official ticket packages, which include the best race tickets, first-class hotels, travel and exclusive behind-the-scenes access across a Grand Prix weekend. F1 Experiences offer packages like no other. So, to book your F1 Experiences package, head online to f1experiences.com and if you enter code MOTORMOUTH, you'll get five percent off too thank you so much for listening to the motormouth podcast do make sure you give us a follow on our socials twitter at motormouth underscore instagram at motormouth underscore official and facebook just search motormouth you can also download the motormouth app where you can get exclusive video content from mmtv create your own social profile to interact with other fans and check up on all the latest happenings with whatever motorsport takes your fancy we're also proud to be supporting the brain tumor charity too so make sure you check the links in the podcast description to find out how how you can help cure brain tumours quicker. Don't forget to like, subscribe and review. And until next time, you've been listening to the Motormouth Podcast. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry champagne, 
Chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.